Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe he's recovering from a great weekend for the NHL playoffs because we did have a late game last night. We welcome in now from the celebrity line, Chris Kerber. Curbs, why is primetime Connor McDavid playing so late? That bothered me. Primetime, uh, what do you mean? Because he's you mean a superstar. The game is on late? Yeah, because the game is on late. I For NHL playoffs elimination game, I was talking about this earlier. I just would have liked to see the Oilers and Golden Knights playing a little bit earlier if possible. Yeah, you know what? It, the funny thing about that, Brooke, is outside of the Eastern time zone, uh, it, it's amazing how start times in the Central, the Mountain, and the Pacific time zone uh, really becomes an issue. Because to accomplish what you're saying there, and, and I actually, especially on a Sunday, I don't disagree with you that, that maybe it could have been a, a better time zone. But what it does do is it really messes with the routines of those Western or, or Central times. How many times have we had 8.50 start times in the playoffs, right? Uh, the Blues do, because it's got to fit the TV window for the East. And, and to me, messing with those routines, I think, is a competitive disadvantage to, uh, to teams in the East that always get to start their games pretty much on time or a few minutes early. So, um, but yeah, you know, there's there's some other challenges as well uh, with, with with kind of the way I think these things have been televised this year. But they, it is what it is, and uh, for the most part, if people want to watch it, like you, you'll find a way to watch it. Curves, Matthew Kachuk, the Florida Panthers are on a journey. Their their path has has taken them to beat the number one team in hockey in the Bruins. Then they beat up on the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. What is what are they doing well, and can they carry this to win a Stanley Cup? Well, I think, first off, they've gotten to the conference finals, so the answer clearly is yes. The, the Carolina Panthers still have some injuries in their top six, and, and so this, this series, especially with the way Sergei Bobrovsky's been playing in goal, can be really good for the Florida Panthers. They were a team that was playing well down the stretch and had to play – they had to play game seven-level hockey for their final – five or six games of the year just to make the playoffs. I mean, their, their final two weeks of the season, Kerry, was, was, was one game seven after another. They lose one of those, they may miss the playoffs, right? So, uh, you know, to, to me, they, they were just playing well. And, you know, the Boston Bruins did have a couple injuries with, with, with Krejci out for a little bit with, with Bergeron. And those are two very big key pieces there. So Florida's capitalized on a little bit of that. Toronto doesn't have the goaltending. They, I, I didn't think, you know, I, I didn't like the goaltending that they had there. And um, uh, and then, then their superstars just went quiet in this series. Florida did a great job against them. And listen, sometimes, sometimes I know, like, like up in Toronto right now, they want to blast everybody. But there's also a disingenuous aspect of sports where you don't give enough credit to the team that beat you. And in a series, 
to lose like that, the other team beats you. You don't lose it. The other team beats you. They came out with a game plan that really stymied the, the stars of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and Toronto wasn't good enough to overcome it. So, yeah, I think they could go ahead and make a Stanley Cup final, and that'd be pretty good for that Florida franchise. Curves, you talk about superstars. Who is the superstar left in this playoffs that is going to take their team to win the Stanley Cup? Well, to me, well, that's a – you know what? So if, if, if I look at who's left, if I look at who's left, it would be – you're gonna. Florida's got to have a two-headed monster. They got to have Kachuk and they've got to have Bobrovsky. Uh, for the for the Carolina Hurricanes, that is a, the Carolina Hurricanes this year are like the Blues in 2019. They're pretty much well-rounded uh, in that aspect of it. Uh, we we've got a game seven tonight between the Kraken, who I don't really think have any superstars, and and the Dallas Stars. Uh, they've got Miro Haskin and they've got Robertson. You know so. Uh, to me, it's going to have to be Ottinger getting it done for Dallas. It's going to have to be uh, – yeah, I, I don't know who's going to be. That's just – to me, the, the Kraken are a lot like the, the Carolina Hurricanes. There are some of, of their entire parts. And then, you know, simply put, I know they're relying on Aiden Hill. I just don't have the faith in the goaltending of the, uh, of the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, so uh, – to me, I'm, I'm looking at whoever wins this Dallas-Seattle series winning and going to the Stanley Cup final. Going back to the Golden Knights and Oilers game, you, they were playing without Alex Petrangelo. What did you think of his suspension? And obviously he'll be back moving forward. I, I thought it was a no-brainer suspension, and, and I, I'm shocked that it took the league until 7 o'clock at night to put that one out there. And I actually believe they did that because they didn't want to resend the uh, the instigator on Darnell Nurse. And so that, to me, there was no way that game was getting played with with Nurse suspended and Petrangelo not. Look, I told this to Jamie Rivers, go, go, back, go back another 15, 20 years, and maybe that's just a simple penalty and you let it go. But in today's game, with the way it's called, that chop coming down, and the shame of it was, you remember now, they, they did not, the league did not suspend, I can't remember who it was at, that uh, that should chop the Carolina Hurricane player at this point. But a similar thing, and the difference is Dreisaitl didn't get hurt. But I don't think there was any way with what was a questionable instigator penalty on Darnell Nurse that the league could have Nurse suspended and then not suspend Petrangelo for that one. So um, I, I believe it was worth the suspension. Curbs, we didn't get a chance to talk to you after the drotter, uh, the drottery, the lottery had taken <laughs> place. Uh, what were your thoughts about the draft lottery and, and where the Blues ended up? Well, you know what? You, you you would hope that they were going to be able to jump up. That didn't happen. So finishing 10th is still good. It's only going to be the sixth time since 1988 they've had a top 10 pick. Uh, so keep that one in mind. Um, you know what? It, I would have, to me, in my opinion, the three teams that deserve that top overall pick by winning the lottery would be the Blues, the Capitals, and the San Jose Sharks. Follow me on this for a moment, Kerry. The and people go, well, of course you're going to say the Blues. You're all over in that case. Well, yes, but no. My reasoning is consistent against all three. Against all three. The the Caps won the Cup in, 19, in 18. The Blues won the Cup in 19. The Sharks did not win a Stanley Cup, but they went to a couple conference finals. They went to a Stanley Cup final. Right? These teams, for the better part of 15 years, have been some of the top teams in the league, regularly 
going after it, going after it, going after it, not tanking, not trying to get high draft picks. Every other team in the top ten has either had a top three pick or has been tanking for years and had multiple top ten picks over the last decade. And it just hasn't worked out for them. To me, at some point in time, you got to reward the teams that have, that have battled hard for their franchises. So to me, the three teams that deserved the pick were the Blues, the Caps, or the San Jose Sharks because they haven't tanked. They've brought it to their teammates or for their fans, and and they've actually shown how to build a winning franchise. And those other teams, like I said, have had either top three picks or multiple top ten picks over the last few years. And to me, it, it's time for them to either figure out how to build or give other teams a chance. Now, Curbs, there was obviously some uh, concern and some complaints from fans saying that they believe that the the lottery was rigged. So I have a uh, I have a plan in place, and maybe you can help me with this. You take one fan from every franchise, a super fan, a season ticket holder. Uh, Brooks said it should be towel man for, for the Blues. And you allow that, that fan to sit in on the lottery and make <laughs> sure that there is no cheating going on. What do you think about that? Well, I don't, I don't need a fan. You send me. <laughs> well, that's You're it. a fan. You're a fan. I'm not going to go. Listen, no. No. Tell me it's got the side of the building. We No. Listen. We, I, for me, I, I just want to go see it. Listen, I, they had other media members in the room, and they're really staunch about this. They made the media members put their cell phones in plastic bags. They took them away. They took their laptops away. They took Apple Watches away. They, they took any form of communicating away, right, for two hours to watch the drug stuff. Is it rigged? No, I don't believe it is, although I love the conspiracy theorists and the fans <laughs> that, that, that think it is. Because when it came to the Crosby draft, I'm still a conspiracy theorist on that one, all right? It might be the only one conspiracy I truly buy in that that Crosby draft was rigged. But aside from that one, um, it's just – see, this is, this is the shame of it there. You know, I – like you sitting there going, really? The Blackhawks jump from three again? Mm-hmm. You know, you had the you've, you've had the, the the New Jersey Devils, you've had the Edmonton Oilers, you had the Blackhawks, and they've won the draft lottery multiple times from their different positions. You know, like okay, and that's what leads to it. I got a simple solution: if you're showing everything else, right? Just show the lottery balls coming out like they do on television for every other lottery draft. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we like the transparency. So last question for you, Kerbs, kind of playing with that. How do you expect the Blues to approach this offseason now moving forward and the draft? Well, so with with the Toronto Maple Leafs getting knocked out, that's a good thing. So I I believe Blues will have, what, the 25th pick, maybe the 26th, but I think the 25th pick. If the Dallas Stars lose tonight to the Kraken, I think the Blues will end up with like the 24th pick or something with them. So we know they're picking 10th. We know they're picking like 24, 25, and 26, two out of those three. Uh, so I expect Doug Armstrong to pretty much do exactly what he said he's going to do. He's going to pick a player with the top 10 pick or higher. He will either take a player at the top 10, or if he could trade up because he's got the extra two first-round picks, then maybe he does that. But either way, they're using the first pick that they have to pick a player, and then I look to him to try to move those other picks for assets, and that's something that he's done ever since the very first trade he made, getting Aaron, uh, 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 getting Matt D'Agostini from the Montreal Canadiens and advancing the process. And, Brooke, it's pretty it, – it's a simple thing here, and here's a reason why. You've got a chance fairly recently with a top-10 pick to impact your team sooner. When you're picking 24, 25, 26, unless you get like that David Perron pick, which could happen – 
those players are not likely not impacting your roster for three, four years. And then they're a rookie. Then they're going through rookie pains. I mean, you're looking at a five, six year process uh, it, it, with, with picks like that. And then that's just not the, the path that I think Doug Armstrong wants to be on. So I'm excited about this because I expect him to take a player with the first pick and then try to move the other ones for assets that are much uh, more likely to impact this team sooner. All right. Thank you so much, Curbs, for joining us. That was Chris Kerber breaking down Blues future news and NHL playoffs.